0: Hey, what's going on podcast listeners and welcome to Building Roman's Empire podcast. As you know, in this podcast, I talk about how I build my empire and, you know, I use that term loosely, like I don't have a huge empire, but I'm building it, right? I'm still building it. So you you guys are here with me to follow me along as I show you how I um, slowly but surely build my real estate empire. In the meantime, I want to give you guys some tips and give you share some strategies with you guys to help you build yours. No no matter how big or small it may be, you know, some people have hundreds of units, some people have thousands of units, and some people have you know just one or two rental properties. There's nothing wrong with that. Your empire, my empire, somebody else's empire, don't compare yourself to others. Just do you. Do what you got to do um, to be the best version of yourself. So um, I wasn't planning on saying that, but I did. So uh, actually, in today's podcast, uh, what we're talking about is um, how buying off-market properties has changed my business forever, okay? Um, how tapping into that unseen inventory And buying properties off market literally changed my life. So before we dive into that, guys, let's, um, uh, I want to mention this. If you haven't checked out the first episode, which is 000, that's the first one, okay, which is 000. This one is 001, so this is actually the first podcast. But if you haven't checked out podcast number zero, that was my intro podcast, okay? And in that one, I kind of told you guys how to... um, you know just actually it was an introduction. I introduced myself, introduced the business, and I talked about my very first deal that I've ever done and I think it's an interesting story for you to listen to, especially if you haven't done the deal yet um, that would be a perfect one for you so go back and check that one out uh let me know what you guys think cool all right now let's um let's let's move on to the actual topic and I think this is a very important one so that's why I chose to um, do this topic early on, okay? And um, basically, it's buying properties off market, okay? And, you know, a lot of people hear that, that, you know, you can do that, or I'm sure you heard of wholesalers doing that, but not a lot of people put the pieces and connect the dots and say, you know what, maybe I can do this. So let me take you back, okay? Let me take you back and tell you a story um, of how I realized that um, market just sucks, okay? Um, Or I should say buying properties on market sucks. So at the time, I'm working with an agent, right? And this was like post the crash, post um, the 08 real estate crash. So, you know, we're still buying properties for pennies on the dollar, um, you know, buying properties for $15,000, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars Like, uh, you, the prices were so ridiculous that, um, you we're probably never going to see those prices again, but then the market got a little bit more competitive, right? Then like, we're talking like 2013, 14, 15, 16. And we started seeing like crazy appreciation, you know, and that's around the time I started flipping houses. I remember thinking, like, all right, the prices are creeping up. I'm not getting the deals I used to get um, post the crash. I need to do something about that. So, and I remember, I remember thinking this too. All right, well, these real estate agents, they get these houses under contract, or you know, they uh, they, they get these houses to list. And I remember thinking, like, what if I can I can get to those sellers before the agents do? And I knew nothing about the off-market game at the time. But I, I still remember thinking this, like, yeah, well, there's got to be a way to do this, right? There's you, There's got to be a way to buy properties directly from homeowners. I mean, homeowners are calling agents to sell them. Why don't they just call me? How the hell do I do this? So, I you know, the thought was there. Like, at least I had the idea Even though I didn't have the plan or the execution, I had the idea that I could probably buy houses off market. So then I started doing more research and I realized that, yes, this is a thing. There's actually people uh, who build their whole careers around this. Like there's wholesalers that strictly just buy off market and then sell them to investors. Um, There's flippers doing this. I realized that there's such thing as direct mail marketing, which I didn't know, you know, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Um, you can send mail to a person and ask them to buy their house, and and you know the more I dove into um, the off market game, I realized well, there's tons of stuff. I mean, there's um, there's SMS marketing, there's cold calling. You know, cold calling came along, SMS came along. There's IP targeting. There's so much stuff out there right now that many different platforms on how you market to. Um, how how you market directly to the homeowner. But let me just tell you the basics. This is how I started. Started with direct mail. Okay. So it was, it was a fairly simple process. Um, I actually contracted a company to get probates because after doing some research, I realized like, okay, probate marketing would probably be the best because people, somebody passed away, right? Somebody died. Somebody inherited a home, which is usually a family member. And they're pretty motivated because they don't want the home most of the time. They just want to sell it. And a lot of times these these houses are older or they need a lot of work. So they're not going to sell it on the market. They rather offload it quick for cash. And I was like, let me tap into that market. So anyway, so I bought a list of probates, skip traced it, Um, I forget what I was even using at the time uh, to skip trace to buy. Um, But I bought a list of probate leads and I started sending direct mail. And I used to handwrite the letters myself. I handwrote the letters myself. I I handwrote the envelopes. I sealed them and I send them. And I remember the first day I did 10 10 letters. And I was like, wow, 10 letters. Let me send 10 letters. And right now we're doing like a thousand a week, but, but back then, you know, I sent 10 letters and, and you know what? I actually, I actually got a call back and, and, um, I remember answering the phone, not knowing what to say, just completely clueless. I was like, Whoa, whoa well, I didn't plan for this. So, um, uh, the guy called me and actually gave me uh, an address. I asked about the house. He gave me a price and I and. He actually gave me a price that he wanted for the house. And I said, whoa, whoa, that's that's too much. That's way too much. No, no, no. I didn't know like how to negotiate. And I just let the deal go. And uh, eventually, he listed it on the market and got like $35,000 more on the market than what he wanted from me. Um, so I learned my lesson there. I um, should have jumped on that deal and negotiated it down a little bit and locked it up. But I didn't because I knew nothing at the time. But then let me let me take you, uh, fast forward a little bit, let me take you to um, when I actually started buying deals. So I bought a flip off-market, I bought another duplex off-market, all through my mail campaign. At the time, I was handwriting the letters, okay, myself. I was handwriting, the, I was sending them out every week. I was answering the phone calls, going to appointments. So um, I got one or two under contract, and um, after... And, and like let's talk about this one in particular this this was my very first probate flip probate flip that i got got under contract this flip uh, made us uh 48000 forty eight almost fifty thousand dollars on the flip okay but um so a, a seller calls me says she's got my she got my letter and uh and i remember um she's giving me the address i'm googling it and I'm like, man, this is like literally down the street from my house. Like this is very close for me. And, you know, this was very nice neighborhood. The house was on the cul-de-sac. Very unique, beautiful house. Um, and we scheduled an appointment. I remember me and my wife were like, let's go look at this thing. We go, we look at it, we negotiate. We're standing there in the living room negotiating the price. And uh, and, and we bought it. They went, from, you know, they agreed. We We bought it. We put it under contract and uh and I remember sitting thinking like like looking at my wife, saying, "Listen, if this house was on the market, you know that it would sell as is as is it would sell for like two hundred at the time. This was a while ago, you know, two hundred was a high price point back then and 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 we got it for like one thirty or something, one forty, and that's when the light bulb went off in my head um that." this off market game actually works like this works so um anyway we went on to remodel that that house and we did so much work to it probably way more work than we should have cuz this this was my first flip and when we listed it we got we were just bombarded with offers and showings and people just wanted to see this house so bad cuz it was such a unique house the architecture in this house was just Crazy, nothing like you've ever seen before. It was a very custom built home, and this house uh, basically put us on the map as, as a legit company. Uh, I we actually branded ourselves after this flip as a company, and um, and and people actually, I remember people were featuring our flip magazines. People are asking me to put it on uh, on their websites. Um, people are asking me to feature it on their pages on on um, social media. I remember seeing it in a magazine. I remember seeing my f- very first flip in a um, in in the cabinet magazine, like you know, a magazine that you know, like a cabinet company that produces kitchen cabinets. And uh, and we and we used new cabinets from them, so they went ahead and used my picture um, to feature in their in their magazine. Until this day, you know, I go to that uh, company's website to buy my cabinets, and I still see um, those that picture there, which was amazing. But anyway, so that's that's a, basically a story of my first ever off market deal, which turned into a flip and put us on the map. Okay. Um, Since then, we got numerous other off-market deals um, that we netted way more money. Way more money than you could buying properties off market. Okay. Because think about it, the real realtor commission cost, the agent commission are not in the picture now. Agent is out of the picture. It's just you and the seller. Okay. You're negotiating between just you and the seller. A lot of times there's no other competition. Now let's compare that to the MLS when you get a deal that hits the market. You're getting multiple offers from multiple investors. A lot of them are out of state buying sight scene. um, and uh, and the competition is just nuts, you know. Then then you're working these skinny deals. You're you're fighting over a deal. Who can pay more? Basically, you're fighting over who wants to make less money. Who wants to make less money? Just just yeah. Let's go. Let's 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 submit our offers. Who wants to less, make less money on this deal? And I just got so fed up with it. That's why I went off market, but. Uh, when you're talking off-market, okay, let's talk off-market, a lot of times is just you and the seller. It's you and the seller. Sometimes there's another investor in the picture or a couple other investors in the picture, but if you build a strong relationship with the seller off the bat, like when the seller calls you, you build a good good rapport, you build the know, the like, and the trust on the phone, you build that rapport immediately. Um, it don't matter. It don't matter how many other investors show up. I'm telling you guys, it, it's if you build that rapport, you walk into that seller's house and the seller likes you enough, it's all a psychological game. It's all based on emotion. They will do business with you because they know you, they like you, and they trust you. And I'll break all this down for you guys, how we do it to lock these deals up. Hey guys, I want to take a quick time out and tell you something that you already know leads are the lifeline to your real estate business. If you can't bring in leads, then you can't make money and your business is not gonna sustain itself. Now, how do we bring leads? Well, how about direct mail marketing? In my business, from my personal experience, some of the best leads, some of the highest profit deals, and the highest response rate, I always, always, always get that from my direct mail campaigns. So, why am I telling you guys this? Because I want to tell you about open letter marketing. Open letter marketing is a business that I trust. I actually know the owner, Justin. Uh, Matter of fact, Justin actually coached me in the business, in the lead generation business with direct mail when I first started out years ago. So that's why I want to tell you guys about open letter marketing. I personally use them in my business to generate leads through direct mail. You guys should know that I would never personally recommend a company or a business to my listeners if I don't have first-hand knowledge and first-hand experience of how that business operates, and if I don't have first-hand knowledge of their excellence, their work ethic, and their quality. And they're not like any other uh, direct mail company. You can actually call them, and a real-life person in America will answer and walk you through every step of the way. They'll... They'll even guide you through what type of mail you should be sending out. And not to mention that they are by far the most reasonably priced direct mail company out there. You can put them head to head against other direct mail companies and you will see that they're by far cheaper than the competition without sacrificing the quality of the actual direct mail piece. So I highly recommend you check out Open Letter Marketing. I'm going to put the link in the episode description. Check it out and use them for all your direct mail leads. And on top of that, it will help you, and it will help me. It'll help you by getting more leads and making more money in your real estate business, and it'll help me by continuing to sustain this podcast to bring you guys more value. All right, now back to the show. There's no such thing on the MLS. You're submitting an offer, offer through email. There's no rapport building. There's no no like and trust, none of that. In the off-market game, all that is possible. And that's why in the off-market game, you're able to lock up deals for pennies on the dollar, like literally buying properties for 50% off. 50% off. Yes, we've done it. I've done it. We made uh, we made a lot of money on the off-market flips, off-market wholesales and wholesales. We, we buy off-market and keep them as rentals because the return on investment is just... Crazy, you know. Everyone talks about a one percent deal. You got to shoot for a one percent deal on the off market, on the um, on the rentals. Man, we buy two percent deals off market, like consistently. We buy two percent deals, and uh, we I keep them as rentals, obviously because they're amazing. So going back to the off market strategy, guys, when you're tapping into that unseen inventory. Your um the profit margins just open up, okay? Because, like I said, because there's no competition compared to MLS, when the property hits Zillow, everybody in the world, everyone and their mama sees it, right? <laughs> everyone sees that deal. If you have access to Zillow, you will see that deal and you can potentially bid on it. Not off, not off market. So, um, I just want to end with this because I know you're probably thinking this is, uh, well, Roman, if off-market deals are so great, then why isn't every investor doing this? The answer to that is simple, is because it takes a lot of work and most people are lazy. Let me repeat that again. It takes a lot of work and most people are lazy. Most people just want to go on MLS and have their agent do the work. When I say it takes a lot of work, let me just break it down. You have to find the list to market to, right? There's menu lists where we're going to get into lists in the future podcast. You have to find the list. You have to buy the list. Okay. Then you have to skip trace the list. Then you have to market the list, whether it's direct mail, whether you cold call, SMS, whatever. Then you have to market the list. After you market the list, you hope for the phone calls or for people to start replying, and you have to answer the phone and actually talk to people and, and and have some communication skills and build rapport and establish the know, like, and trust. And after that, you have to go to the appointment and actually see the house in person. You know, I know there's a lot of virtual wholes- wholesalers, but I still go to the house to see it in person. Okay. So I, so then you have to go to the house, you have to see the house in person, and then you get an idea of what it's like. You meet the seller, you build the know, like, and trust, you build a report in person, and then you lock up the deal, you sign the purchase agreement and you, and then, and then, you know, you move on to your disposition, whatever that is. But you see all the steps I just listed. Um, it takes, it takes a lot, It takes a lot of work. Right now, for me, it's now it's just an assembly line now. Everything's automated. But when you start off in the off-market game, it takes a lot of work. And people just don't want to do the work. Simple as that. The other major aspect of why most people are not playing in in the off-market game is because um, you have to pay to play. What I mean by that is marketing's not free, okay? Um, If you buy a list like a decent list, you're going to spend some money. You're going to spend some money. If you want to go and skip trace that list to get um, to get phone numbers, to cold call and, and SMS to, um, you're going to spend some money. Just to give you an idea, just a ballpark idea, in my business, we spend around $5,000 per month in marketing, okay? But when I first started out, it, it wasn't that much. You know, I bought a list for a couple hundred bucks, skip trace for a couple hundred bucks, you know, I, I spend my time doing the work. I invested my personal time doing the work rather than um, uh, paying somebody to do it. OK, so um, now what we do is um, I have a team that does it. So I pay someone to do it. You know, uh, I pay somebody to do the marketing for me. And, and basically, that's what it all comes down to, guys. It's most investors don't want to don't want to do the work. Because they're lazy and um, they don't want to front the cost to market because that return is not guaranteed you're relying on your own skill set of negotiation and your people skills and talking to people and getting people to know like and trust you you're when, when you market off market and you you spend the money on marketing now you're relying on your own skill set to close the deals okay. So there is a human aspect of skills that comes into this. It's not just all about the list or the type of SMS message you send. Um, it's a whole, it's it's the whole product, the, the whole, the big picture. It's everything, everything encompassed into uh, one, which is um, marketing converted into deals. So um, I ho- hopefully I opened your eyes a little bit to the the aspect of the off market game and that it could be a lot more profitable than just buying on the MLS or just buying from wholesalers or just buying on Facebook Marketplace, whatever it is, Craigslist, Zillow, Fizbos, you know, all you can find deals everywhere. Good luck with all those. You know, the market is hot. So you can find deals everywhere with all sorts of strategies. But I'm telling you guys from my experience, it worked. And what worked for me was um, learning how to market to directly to homeowners off market. And this is where the biggest, fattest profit deals are. You know, I, I'll tell you right now, one of my biggest uh, wholesale deals, which I could have wholesaled this thing, but I wholesaled it, basically closed on it, put it on the market, um, my biggest, my biggest um, deal off market was 125k net to me. So, um, you think you could find a 125,000 net profit deal on Craigslist or on Zillow as a FISBO? Or maybe your agent will bring you a 125k profit deal? <laughs> I don't think so, guys. Um, so you got to do the work to make the big paychecks. You got to put in the work to make those six-figure profits. So hopefully I opened your eyes, guys. I opened your eyes to the possibility of the off-market game. And we're going to dive deep in the future episodes of how exactly do you do this? What exactly do you do to pull the list? What type of letter do you send? Where do you even get the letters? What kind of message do you send Uh, if you're SMS marketing? If you're cold calling... What do you say when you call? Or maybe you don't want to call. Maybe you want to hire a virtual assistant from Philippines to do for four bucks an hour like I do. You know, we'll talk about all those strategies, guys, but hopefully I at least got you to see that um, the off-market game is where it's at if you want to make big money. All right, guys. Well, I thank you guys for um, listening to this, as always. And I'll see you on the next podcast where I will drop more educational content and more fire. All right, peace.